So, continuing our discussion of Srimad Bhagavatam, prayers of Queen Kunti. Today we come across a section of five verses that um, elaborate on the bewildering, mysterious, difficult to understand nature of Krishna's appearance in the world that Kunti has been um, explaining. She explained uh, how he appears to be biased, but actually he's impartial. And how he appears to be uh, born, but he's unborn, appears to act, but he's not implicated in any reactions, and thus he doesn't act, it would appear. Hmm. And and how he has, uh, although fear itself is afraid of him, he actually became afraid of Mother Yashoda's uh, whipping stick and her... Uh, uh, chasing after him and ultimately binding him and so forth, taking us as she did into the beautiful Damodar Leela. And in this, there is some uh, contrast going on between her sense, Kundidebi's sense of Krishna's godhood, uh, his Aishvarya and his Madhurya, his sweetness. She's his auntie, but she knows that he's God. And while her parental affection is uh, affected by his godhood. Hmm? The, we, as we've been explaining, the parental affection of Mother Yashoda and so forth, the inhabitants of Vrindavan and all their love for him is not affected by his godliness when it should show, when it might show itself. Hmm? It doesn't cause them to uh, think of him as God and to have their parental affection or other sentiments in Braj recede to the background. No. It only augments their primary sentiments for him. So Kunti Devi's love is a little different. As we move outside of the Braj, then the more the, the sense of Krishna's godhood is manifest and we find him surrounded by devotees who, who uh, love him in a particular mood and also know that he's God. <laughs> um, Chaitanya Mahab referred to the kind of love in Braj as Gyan Shunya Bhakti. So even the knowledge, Shunya means empty, devoid. Hmm? So Sridhar coined the phrase brain dead bhakti. Hmm? The brain is not operative, the, 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 the knowing that he's God has been. Um, subsumed or suppressed by another kind of knowing, knowing him as a friend, knowing him as a child, as a lover, and so on and so forth. <clears throat> and this is, this is a kind of knowing that is more comprehensive, if you will, qualitatively. I spoke the other day about how uh, omniscience, all knowledge, hmm, 
is one-upped, so to speak, or surpassed by Krishna's uh, uh, loss of the sense of his godhood under the influence of bhakti. Hmm? Omniscience um, might, as we've reasoned, lead to some kind of boredom. What I know everything that's going to happen. So, <laughs> so play has to be enacted then. Uh, this is this is Leela. And in the Leela, Krishna Leela and the Braj Leela, of course, he plays so well that he forgets. He identifies entirely with the role. He actually was afraid. He actually did experience fear. Hmm? Once a devotee right here at Adari was visiting and he was having some difficulty uh, with his spiritual life and I, I started speaking to him about Prabhupada's life and the, uh, the difficulties that he underwent in trying to come to America and the struggles and so forth. It wasn't all that he just popped over here and he had a huge following and so forth. Um, um, and neither in India. Uh, and uh, uh, So he had his days of establishing the mission and who he was and what not and, and getting some people to even listen to him. And so he, there's, a, there's, a, there's some beautiful descriptions of his, his struggles. And he said, but he's a pure devotee, so he didn't really struggle. So, no, he really did struggle. <laughs> he really did. Uh, just like Krishna really was afraid of Mother Yusoda. I mean, he was afraid, just like, boo, and you're afraid. And Kunti is saying, this is bewildering to me. He's God, after all. Fear itself is afraid of him. Hmm? Um, uh, of course, it's a special, nonetheless. We have to give that. Um, by a, a great siddha will nonetheless be under duress and under the influence of Krishna's yoga maya to bring out his glory and his greatness. But in the context of bringing out his his or her greatness and so forth, then they they feel the part that they've been put into by uh, by Krishna, as, as Arjuna was put into uh, a dilemma in in Bhagavad Gita, and he really felt it, even though he's Arjuna and a, a uh, member of the Lord's Leela and so forth. <clears throat> so, and this is most charming. Hmm? This is most uh, wonderful and and, and, and endearing. Hmm? And so Kunti Devi, anyway, she is um, aware of this. She, her bhakti is not brain dead. <laughs> she has some sense that he's that he's God, and it comes out. So this weaving between Aishvarya and Madhurya, we find that um, in her prayers. And so uh, now a further uh, discussion ensues. Um, she leads uh, as to the bewildering nature of his appearance in the world and she focuses on um, in four, uh, five statements the the fact that people are bewildered and the evidence is that they say you appeared for different reasons. Some say you appeared for this reason. Some say you appeared for that reason. Hmm? So we'll hear the reasons and then we'll reason about it. Yeah, so she says, ajam jatam kirtaye yadho priyasyan bhavaye 
malaya seva chandanam. So some say, kechiruhuradam jatam. Some say that you were, you you took birth, you were the unborn, the, you were the ajam, the jatam, you were the unborn that took birth to give uh, fame, uh, glorification, kirtaye, the punishlokasya. Uh, it's a, a term here referring to Yudhisthira Maharaj, who was the king, the emperor, became the emperor during Krishna's appearance. And Krishna established him as such, or helped to, assisted, um, instructed in the, by way of the Rajasuya Yogi that he implored uh, Yudhisthira Maharaj to uh, undertake that uh, where they send out a challenge horse to everyone, says, I'm the emperor, and and so on and so forth. Uh, so this was a big event of the times. The, 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 the emperor, the new emperor is established and on earth as, as, it's, as, as it's understood here. And so some say that he was born uh, for that purpose. And she gives an example. Hmm? Um, you appeared in the Anu dynasty and um, in... In the same way that sandalwood appears in the, in the hills of of Malaya, and I guess it's it's uh, it's referred to then in relation to the Malaya hills. Hmm. So you appeared in the Yadu dynasty you, as a Yadu, you and you 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 gave uh, fame to. Yudhisthira uh, Mars, so you are identified with, with him by way of that, although you're actually un- unborn and so forth, yeah. but still you took birth. Hmm? So this is, of course, is one of the wonderful things that Krishna did. I mean, people have this vision and it's not incorrect. Hmm? Um, a, a huge uh, uh, event in his in the context of his leela, that he had much to do with. And apare basudevasya devakyam yachito byagat ajastvam asya chemaya badhaya chasura dusham. Others say, still other people, there are many opinions, again this is the point, they say that since both Basudeva and Devaki prayed for you, you took birth as their son. Undoubtedly you are unborn, yet you take your birth for their, were, their were welfare and kill those who are envious of the demigods. Hmm? So he, he killed Kamsa hmm? and he was uh, appeared as a son of uh, Vasudeva and Devaki who was described in the Bhagavatam in, in previous lives as Prishni and Sutapa. Hmm? Sutapa and Prishni, they uh, petitioned uh, the Godhead to appear as their son. Hmm. Of course, we know at the same time that Devaki and Vasudev, they are uh, eternal members of Krishna's material Leela. Hmm. And uh, that Prishni and Sutapa, they um, were actually 
different uh, beings who at the time of Krishna's appearance, they merged into the bodies of Devaki and Vasudeva, had some experience of the some semblance of the experience of Vasudeva and Devaki and had their wishes fulfilled. Hmm? So that's, that's a particular angle. We, we know this because um, why? Um, because we know that you cannot get Krishna as your son by performing, you cannot get Fatsalya Rasa by performing austerities and penances which is what they did. I think they stayed in the forest and they only ate the roots or things that fell from the trees. So many years and so forth is described. So this is not uh, a description of Uttam Bhakti and Rag Bhakti, for that matter. Well, they, of course, Vasudeva and Devaki there in Mathura Leela, but uh, anyway, it's not a description of... of, of, of um, of Shuddha Bhakti, of the Abhideya, of the path. Hmm? There's a similar description of Jashoda and Nanda in previous life. They did this. and uh, So the Bhagavatam speaks like this. It, it incorporates different things to address different people's sensibilities. But if we read it very carefully through the eyes, for example, in the pen of the Goswamis, we can understand, well, if we go to the example of Jashoda and Nanda, that those who were... Uh, said in one place the Bhagavatam to have been um, Nanda and Yashoda in a previous life who wanted Krishna as their son. I forget what was their names. Hmm? No one can remember. Um, we have to think, wait a minute. They also didn't perform Shuddha Bhakti <laughs> and Krishna has to have an eternal mother and, and father. Hmm? Otherwise, what did the Leela and Golok begin at a certain point and suddenly he had a mother and a father and previously he didn't and and so on and so forth. So if we understand uh, properly from the Goswami's uh, reading of the Bhagavatam without even their, they've gone into the details in their commentaries ab about this, but, but uh, if we just understand without those commentaries, we should be able to reach that conclusion as well. We should say, well, wait a minute. You cannot become Krishna's mother and father. Hmm? You cannot even get Vatsalya Rasa by that type of activity. That's why Lakshmi could not enter the Rasa Leela because she didn't perform the kind of sadhana that makes it possible. She went and performed austerities and penances in, in, in Mahaban and, uh, and uh, it said that Krishna appeared before and said, well, Lakshmi, what are you doing here? I mean, Lakshmi is, is the personification of royalty, of Aishvarya. You can imagine what her sensitivities are. A very sophisticated lady. Now to take her and take off her fine silk and jewels and, and uh, ornaments and so forth and uh, the gold plate that she would be served on, what to speak of the different opulent preparations and so forth, and put her in the forest with a white cloth and a shaved head <laughs> and have her eat root, roots and, and leaves and things and practice austerity. Uh, we can hardly think of doing it ourselves, though, to speak of Lakshmi doing that. It's like, I don't know, it would be a good example, but because uh, most of the, the uh, divyas, they're called 
Divas? Divas are, are not anywhere near as pious as a lot of, of a life uh, that even resembles Lakshmi, so I don't want to make a comparison, but you can get the idea of the kind of lifestyle that they have to put them in a forest and so forth. It would be quite a, uh, ex- extreme. <clears throat> and so she, but she couldn't, Krishna appeared before and said, what are you doing here, Lakshmi? She said, so I wanted to get the experience that the gopis have of intimate uh, relationship with you. He says, well, you can't do it like that. You, that's not possible. It's not the way to get here, get there. You can't. She says, well, how will I do that? He says, well, not by fasting and austerities and, and so forth. You have to follow the way of the gopis. Well, what's the way of the gopis? Well, first of all, you have to give up your husband. What? <laughs> Lakshmi is chaste to Narayan. This is her reputation, the most chaste lady. First you have to give up your husband, then you've got to marry some other guy. Hmm? And then you've got to come after me. <laughs> she said, this is impossible for me. My abhiman, my, my, my ego, my identity has to change. Yeah, exactly. You're stai. Then that's not possible. <laughs> no, you have a dominant relationship with Narayan in a certain capacity and so forth. You are really the expansion of Radha hmm, to associate with Krishna as in, as Narayan and Vaikuntha. You don't fit into my Rasalila. But the point is that the, this is the way in which Chaitanya Dev spoke to Venkatabhatta when he wanted to convert him to Gaudiya Vaishnavism. Why Lakshmi couldn't enter the Rasa dance? Hmm? Or why she wanted to? Questioning the chastity of Lakshmi. He said, oh, Venkata said, that's not a problem. Well, Krishna and uh, Narayana are one. Don't talk like that. Don't think that she's leaving her husband. He said, oh, okay, well, how come she couldn't? Then how come she wasn't successful? Oh, Venkata passed out to hear that. That is a question that only the person who asked it could answer it. You must be God himself. <laughs> you must be Narayana himself. Hmm? And of course, the Mahaprabhu's plan, you have to follow in the way of the gopi. There's a certain sadhana for this. Certain, this is what we, we're teaching here, how to enter the Brajalila. Hmm? Mahaprabhu himself, Krishna himself, came to teach that. Hmm? That's what we're doing here, not just picking vegetables and, and, uh, and fruits and cleaning up after the cows and so forth. And those are all part of what we're, of the, the practice. You have to learn how to milk a cow <laughs> to live in the brudge. Hmm. So, anyway, <laughs> and the hearing and chanting, and it's all, it's all connected. So you've got to keep focused on what you're doing. This is what we're doing, trying to enter into Krishna's brudge-lila. <clears throat> so, you can't do that in the way in Prishni and uh, Sutapa and the other two who were said, said apparently to have been Nanda and Yashoda in their previous lives. No, in the previous lives, previous to their appearance, there were these two. Again, I forget their names. And they performed certain austerities. They wanted to have Krishna as a son, that type of experience. So they got, by what they did, uh, the opportunity to merge into the forms of Nanda and Yashoda and have some semblance of the experience. Uh, and of course, what was their previous life before that? These things would all have to be played out to... Um, uh, I don't understand fully the implications, but they, they, Nanda and Yasoda have to be eternally 
exists. Krishna doesn't has to always have a father and a mother. So um, only a superficial reading of the Bhagavatam would lead us to believe that the gopis, Nanda and Yashoda, were some type of devas or something like that. And some sampradayas have that superficial reading of Srimad Bhagavatam. See what Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has come to give us. Real. This is this is the essence of the sacred text. Shruti Saura may come. Hmm? The very cream of the of the Shruti come to the top, hmm? and that's what he's churning and turning it into butter, and and ghee, hmm? taking the milk of the Vedas, taking the cream. Then not just taking the cream, but then churning the cream. Then what does he find? And there's butter in here, and inside the butter there's ghee in here. So all these fine, fine theistic ideas, yajantihi sumeda saha, very fine theistic intelligence, those people, they will worship Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. They will have no doubt about Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. They will understand Chaitanya Mahaprabhu must be Krishna. Hmm? There must be a Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. If we know, understand Krishna properly, we understand there must be a Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. There must be an attempt on the part of Krishna to taste the love of Radha. Hmm? He has acknowledged it exceeds anything he experiences and he is has a must, a necessity to experience the highest love. He is he is a very the very relisher of the Rasaraj, the king of love. He has to taste that. There must be there must be a, a an effort, an attempt on his part. Hmm? And the more they they think like that, they they, they understand that. There is, and here it is, Chaitanya. We have identified him. Here he is. Hmm? Six fine theistic intelligence. And then they see that because of that, this opportunity to enter that has been made available to the to the masses as well. Because he's come and shown the way. In his own effort to taste that love, he had to try to take on the, the disposition of Radha. He performed the sadhana for that. Hmm? He did that kind of bhajan. Hmm? So he's. Uh, this is the full full measure of the idea that that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is Krishna, in his leelas and achari. He's showing by his very example. Hmm? In the pursuit of it, it's kind of almost inadvertently. In the pursuit of it, well, we can observe it by the grace of Rupa Goswami, by the grace of Sanatana Goswami, who could see it so well, hmm? and say. This is God. He's trying. This is Krishna. He's trying to experience Radha's love, the highest ideal of the Brajlila, and be, look closely because He's showing us the way. Without thinking about it, trying to pursue it, He's exemplifying the path, a path that's not just laid out real clearly in the Bhagavad Gita or. In the in, in the Upanishads or other Puranas, even in the Bhagavatam, they say people are reading the Bhagavatam, they're not getting that. Hmm? And did he come systematically to teach that? He came in madness. Hmm? And this was the method of his madness, and it was the Goswamis that taught it. Hmm? He taught them something. Hmm? Putting his madness aside tending to their scholarly nature, he taught them something. Hmm? But mostly he was mad. And they detected, they analyzed, their, what is the method of his madness? And they said, here's your chance. Everybody, here's your chance, which would not otherwise 
be made available to you. You could have studied all the sacred texts and uh, applied yourself and said, now this opportunity has come. Rare opportunity. Hmm? So they, 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 they kind of uh, separated out the method of his madness to, to hand it to us in their, all their detailed explanations. Bhaktirasamrita Sindhu, Brihat Bhagavatamrita, Lagu Bhagavatamrita, so on, it's Ujbal Nilmani, all these books. Then later, just the next generation, Chaitanya Charitamrita. So all teaching the underlying method that is uh, that was is really follows the madness of Krishna's pursuit. Hmm? It comes to to, to uh, his genius. This is the way I'll do it. How to Mission Impossible hmm? mm-hmm. to steal Radha's bhava hmm? mm-hmm. at all costs. So, <laughs> so what a tribute then? What we what debt we have to the Goswamis? Hmm? See that how important their position is. They taught about it so that we could take advantage of it. Hmm? So, hmm, so some people say. That Krishna came here because uh, Devaki and and Nanda, or Devaki and uh, Vasudev, according to the Bhagavatam, in their previous life were Sutapa and Prishni, and they wanted Krishna as a son, and they performed austerities in the, for twelve thousand years or something like that. And so they got him as a son. That's why he came. Don't think like that. No. Bhagavatam says that on its face, but if we look carefully at it. Then we see, oh, it's saying something much more than that as well. And this careful eye, Nityam Bhagavata Sevaya, Nastaprayeshu Abhadreshu Nityam Bhagavata Sevaya. You have to do Nityam Bhagavata Sevaya. You have to serve the Bhagavat, book Bhagavat and person Bhagavat Nityam, regularly, consistently without interruption, with attention. Hmm? And you're doing your service as ordained by the person Bhagavata, the guru, the senior Vaishnava, and you're thinking, why I'm doing this? What, what's the purpose? Hmm? You don't lose the thread. Hmm? I'm going back to God. I'm going to the Brajlila. I'm following Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Hmm? He's in, his follower, Rupa Goswami, has said in Bhagavatam, Serving cows, scratching their necks, hmm? giving them fresh grasses. This is an anga of bhakti. Hmm? This is something. This is something that is useful and helpful to the to to, to the uh, pursuit of the of the uh, desired mood hmm? as a gopi, as a gopa, so on and so forth. And so with all of the things we do, hmm? putting on the tea lock. Hmm? And uh, or uh, decorating the body and so forth. And this is bhavanukul. Uh, it is favorable to the uh, pursuit of the desired mood. Hmm. As a prajapasin, as a gopi, as a gopa. Hmm. This way, nityam bhagavata sevaya. Hmm. Uh, all this. 
this kind of seva, attentive seva, and uninterrupted from one to the next, leave no 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 gaps in between. <laughs> this kind of seva, this will remove the inauspicious things in the heart and make the path clear, give you clear vision. And very encouraging vision. It's there. It's to be tasted. It's 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 available. Hmm? Hmm. You have to learn to be also satisfied where you are. Where are you in my Gurudev's service? That's where I am. Hmm? And we think, boy, I wish I was over there. <laughs> I'd like to go there. <laughs> Gurudev says, and wouldn't you like to? Go? Maybe you'd like to go to Madhavan. Testing you. Yes, I'd love to go. You know, if you order Guru Maharaj, certainly I will go. <laughs> Otherwise, hmm. I have no interest. Though it sounds charming. Something like this. This is this is Tim Bhagavatam. There are two kinds of Bhagavatam. Book Bhagavatam, person Bhagavatam. Bandeshi Krishna Chaitanya Nitananda Sohorito Gurodai Pushpavanto Chitro Samdotamonodo. Explaining this verse of his own. Namaskar verse, a specific Namaskar verse of Chaitanya Charitamrita, glorifying the presiding deities of his book, Krishna's Kaviraj Goswami says, these two samdo, they give it all. Though they give some, everything. It means they give prem. Hmm? And tamonudo, that which is not worth having, hmm? the darkness, the cheating, the desire for dharma, artha, kama, moksha, they take that out of the heart and they give prema. And how do they do it? This is the point. By bringing us in touch with two Bhagavatas, the Bukhbas Bhagavat, which is, which is, Nigamakalvutaro Galitam Falam Sukumogadamata Drabasambutam Pibata Bhagavatam Rasamalayam Muraho Rasika Bhupi Bhavaka. It's all about, it's a Ras Shastra. It's different than the rest of the Puranas. They don't read like this at all. Hmm? What opportunity comes before us in Srimad Bhagavatam? This is very extraordinary. Hmm? And the person Bhagavatam, who's relishing Srimad Bhagavatam, who can draw out these kind of things like Rupa Goswami is drawing out. Hmm? These points. So Nityam Bhagavata Sevaya. Hmm? By paying attention like this to our service, our practice, our study, understanding the teachings hmm, with a view to practice and so forth, hmm, then we can say, yes, Bhagavatam says that, but what is the implication? Why that has to be understood differently than it appears on its face? Because the rest of the Bhagavatam in other places, it says this and so forth, it teaches this, so... Hmm, no, Nanda and Yashoda are not sadhakas. They are nitisiddhas. They are the parshadas of, of uh, the entourage of, of Krishna, mm-hmm. the eternal mother and father. So then why the Bhagavatam says like that? So it's, it's, it's in one sense, love seeks to sh- share itself. In another sense, it, it has to hide itself, camouflage itself, because everybody's not that interested. So to, to find out, you have to pay close attention to this idea. So some people say this. Some people say that about Krishna's appearance. But what Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said his appearance is about, 
what he has taught. That is what it's really about. So she, <laughs> if we come to that here, you see, in the next verse he says, Bharat, uh, uh, Bharavar, excuse me, Bharavat Taranayanye Guvo Nava Ivo Dado Sedantya Buribharena Jato Hi Atma Uvartita. Another thought, maybe it's this. Some people say this. And they make a whole sampradaya out of this. Hmm? Others say that the world being overburdened like a boat at sea is much aggrieved in that Brahma, who is your son, prayed for you. And so you've appeared to diminish the trouble as if you were the avatar of Narayan. From the navel of the Vishnu, Garbhadaksha Vishnu, comes the lotus that is the umbilical cord that on the other end of which is Brahma, the four-headed one, looking for his source. He performed tapa, tapasya, kind of a devotional tapasya. And and he found his source and so forth. And Later on, then, the earth was burdened from the Garbhadaksha Vishnu came, or the Shiradaksha Vishnu came, the voice, I will descend. Hmm? Brahma was approached by all the demigods, what to do, what to do? Hmm? Went to the shore of the ocean of milk and he could connect with the Vishnu who said, yes, I will come, appear, and the, and the demigod should also appear in my, ahead of me on earth, I will come, this dynasty and so forth, to save the earth. Hmm? as if Krishna was the avatar of Narayan, Vishnu, coming to save the earth. So, some people say that Krishna appeared for this reason. Hmm. This is not the conclusion of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. This is true, but there's more to it. All these are true. This is a beautiful thing about the Bhagavatam. The various visions that one can gather from it, while not being necessarily the vision of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and going to the heart of the matter, aren't untrue. Krishna's Kaviraj, when he makes a long argument in Chaitanya Charitamrita to establish that Krishna is the source of Narayana and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was that same Krishna, he says, but at the end he says, but some people think him an incarnation of Mahavishnu. Well, yeah, that's okay. That is a particular angle of vision. It's not very flattering, but... Hmm. It's not really a much of a glorification of him, but it's not untrue. Hmm? So they will see like this, perhaps, in Ramanuja Sampradaya, hmm? and uh, even Madhva Sampradaya. There was a famous Ramanuja Acharya in the north who, who admitted that, yes, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was Bhagwan. Hmm? Hmm. Of course, he's an avatar of not, not iron. Vishnu, and uh, so some people have that vision, and if everybody had that, wouldn't be too bad. We then the arguments would be pretty pleasant with them <laughs> compared to some of the ones we have to enter into. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, is it is a, it is it is it is a reason, but it's not the whole reason. Hmm? We're not coming to Swayam Bhagawan yet. Hmm? So then he says in two verses, he gives the he gives the real reason. 
He says, Bhavesmin Klishamananam Abhidya Karma Karma Bhi Shravanam Smaranar Hari Hani Karishan Iti Ketchana Srinbhanti Gayantri Gvinanti Abhikshana Shahas Maranti Nandanti Tabehitam Jana Ta Eva Pashanti Achirena Evakam Taktavakam Bhava Prabhaho Paramam Padam Bhujam so he says what? He says, and others say that you appear to rejuvenate devotional service of hearing, remembering, worshipping, and so on, in order that soul suffering in the world might attain prem. Hmm? And that, that hearing, that chanting, that, uh, that um, remembering or meditation... Um, those who take uh, pleasure in that, hmm? uh, such people uh, are certainly freed from uh, birth and death, and they attain prem, they attain your lotus feet. So both the secondary and the primary effects, if you will, of bhakti are described here in one sense. They're, these such people are delivered from material existence and they attain prem. And, and this is the reason given in the Gita for Krishna's appearance. It's Krishna's own words. He says, Paritranaya sadhunam vinashachaduskritam dharma samstapanartaya sambhavami yuge yuge. So it's kind of an echoing of the Gita, a very important verse of the Gita in the fourth chapter. Hmm? There in the section of Avatar Tattva. Hmm? Another place Krishna establishes his, his own position. Hmm? And speaking about the nature of the descent of the Godhead in the world, the avatar. And he says, with regard to myself, that I, paritranaya sadhunam vinashachaduskritam. I come paritranaya sadhunam to protect the sadhus, hmm? to protect the mahatmas, the real sadhus. Sadhu means Vaishnav here. Hmm? Uh, devotees, paritanaya sadhanam vinashayatraduskritam, those who are uh, who are against the path of the devotees, who give them trouble. I also come, and in the context of protecting my devotees, I rid the world of such demonic influence by my teaching and so on and so forth, which my devotees then exemplify and and uh, carry on and teach to others and. Dharma samstapanartaya sambhavami yuge yuge. And I established the, the Dharma, it said, uh, in this way, yuga after yuga. So we look, but we look carefully at this verse of, of Bhagavatam, of, of Gita, that's echoed here in the Bhagavatam. We find that Krishna is saying that I come for my devotees, for sadhus, and they are suffering from the pangs of separation from me. They've reached a certain pitch in their devotional culture that they cannot live without me. Hmm? They've come to this point, and so they have to take birth in my leela to fully now develop their their their, their prem. I come for them, I perform my leela, and they get to enter into my leela on earth. Hmm? I bring my entourage with me, hmm? and and 
and I and Dharma Samstapanartaya, I establish most correctly, most perfectly, the Dharma. This is interesting because what's the conclusion of the Gita? Krishna says, I, I tell you to give up Dharma. And here he's saying, I establish Dharma. Well, this seems contradictory. Hmm. No, yes, it is the Prema Dharma. It is the Bhagwat Dharma that he comes to establish. Samstapanartaya. Samstap, sam means samyak. Samyak means complete. Hmm. Perfectly. Correctly to, est uh, to establish the full measure of what is Dharma. Hmm? That's, that, that steps on the head of the ordinary Vedic Dharma, the Vaishnav Dharma, uh, excuse me, the, the Varnashram Dharma. This is Bhagavad Dharma and more the Prema Dharma. Hmm? And the method is Prem Sankirtan. Chaitanya Shishti Prem Sankirtan. I've given an example in my commentary on Shikshastakam of of the uh, Raj of Puri, Prataparudra. He was presiding as the king of Puri uh, and, and a servant of Jagannath, who's the deity residing there. Mm -hmm. And he is Jagannath, so the lord of the universe. So all types of pilgrims from all over India come to get the darshan of Jagannath with all different kinds of conception of worship and of God, and they're, he's very accommodating. All different kinds of ideas. Buddhists worship Jagannath hmm? as some kind of a tantric deity, and, uh, and uh, the Maya bodies, the, the Shankars, the Shankar Sampradayas are the main priests in the temple. What's their conception? Hmm? Uh, and uh, there are all kinds of. Uh, 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 Vaidhi uh, Bhaktas, Ramanuja came there. Hmm. He was commissioned by, by the Godhead to establish the uh, proper standards of worship all over India. But when we went to Puri, Jagannath threw him out, hmm. threw the Ramanuja out and said, here, we just keep it the way it is. <laughs> we don't change it here. There are all kind of, uh, I accommodate all kinds of people here. And so the Raj was accustomed to seeing all types of worship all types of worshippers. But when he stood on the rooftop hmm, and he saw Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Sarup Damodar uh, coming to greet the devotees from Bengal, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's classmates, his friends, his associates in Nadi who would do Sankirtan with him at the house of Srivas and uh, deep into, long into the night and so forth. Hmm? These Prema, Rasika Bhaktas, hundreds of them coming, led by Sivananda Sain, and now they're arriving in Puri and there they're seeing Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Hmm? And he's asking, who is that one? With the, the older one. Mahaprabhu is showing respect. That is a, and Sarvabhauma's uh, Gopinath, Gopinath Acharya is on the roof. He's, came from that side, he knew many of them, he said, that is, that is the Dvaita. Hmm. And this one is this one, and this one, and this is... And, uh, and the, the, the Braj said, I've never seen anything like this. And they, they, they embrace, and they cry, and they chant, and they dance, and Chaitanya Shishti. Hmm. This is uh, uh, Prem Sankirtan. I've even seen Sankirtan before. I've seen the chanting. 
like this, but nothing like this kind of chanting. When we once established the deities in uh, the moth of Nishinga Maharaj, we invited some, he invited some Madhva Brahmins to come and perform the whole ritual. They're very good at that. Very colorful, very culturally rich and spiritually deep and so forth, very beautiful. And after it was over, then we took the deities up on the altar and we performed Namsan Kirtana. And they looked at us and they said, what is that? They had never seen anything like that. And then we were jumping and dancing. Hmm? And they, they, they said, it's a different religion. Hmm? When we established the Krishna Balaram deities in Vrindavan, it was a three-day affair of yogyas, priests coming in, this, and every now and then they'd call for Prabhupada to come out of his room and do the work of the Acharya that play something here, say some word, go back in his room. Three days, a huge festival and so forth. And, of course, the Prabhupada said when it was all over, actually that was all for show, but Arsene Kirtan, that was the full invite of the Lord, that made the Lord present. Because why? Goloker premodhan hodi namsan kirtan. The wealth of Golok is its prem. It's come in the form of namsan kirtan. So wherever there is this wealth of Namsan Kirtan, which is the prem of Golok, Krishna has to be there. Ram has to be there. Hmm? Radha has to be there. Hmm? Well, she is the prem. <laughs> Krishna has to be there. Hmm? You understand? Hmm. We were doing living once up in... in uh, Rishikesh, Lakshman Julan, was staying at a Satya Narayan temple, uh, Narayan and Lakshmi, and uh, the priests there were Ramanujas. So we would go in the evening and, and I would give class on Bhagavatam to the devotees who were with me and we performed Namsan Kirtan before the deity. And the young Pujari, when it was over, he said, when we were going to leave here, we were going to leave the next day. We were there for quite some time. And, then, and he became a little attached to us. And he said he wanted to join with us. And I said, yes, you can come. And, and, and so then in the morning he came and he said, but will I have to change my religion? <laughs> I've never, I like what you're doing, but I, I, it's, this is, it's like a different religion, isn't it? This Namsan Kirtan. So they, they were not accustomed with this method. They would chant in a certain way and so forth. They, they chant nice slokas in the evening some, from 11th Canto of Bhagavatam. Hmm? Which, which I would hear them understand. They're talking about Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Krishna Varnam Tisa Krishnam Sango Pangastapashadam Yagnaisan Kirtana Praya Yajantihi Sumedasa Deyam Sada Paribhavdam Abhishtadoham Tirtaspadam Shivanichinutam Saranyam Pratyatiham Pranatapala Plavadipotam Bande Mahapurushate Charanada Vindam Chakvasudu Chadisarepsitaraja Lakshmim Dharmishtari Vachasa Yadagadaranyam Mayamrigam Daita Ipsitaman Vadhavad Bande Mahapurushate Charanada Vindam we were all like <laughs> hearing Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. They had different, pretty different conception of. Uh, they had all these commentaries of the Goswamis. Hmm? Hmm? <laughs> so anyway, it's a very uh, and, and and Mahaprabhu. Of course, we do this as as pretenders, as he says. <laughs> what is a better word? Imitators, <laughs> as uh, as uh, um, apprentices, following in the footsteps. Hmm. And this is sadhana bhakti. What is the verse from Bhag from from 
इति लीला Sakirasa, Madurasa, Matsalirasa, animating the whole, of the, uh, the, the, the bringing life, the Brajalila, and so forth. Hmm. Yeah. This comes in, comes into the heart. Like Krishna was born in the house of, of uh, the present house of Kamsa. It's not his origin; it's not there, hmm. but it appears as such. He will feel as if it's coming out from within me. Hmm? The potential for that is there. Hmm? It's coming out from within me. Hmm? It, it's it's me in that it's all that I could possibly be given the right environment. And the right environment is sadhu sangha na guru parampara coming from Chaitanya Mahaprabhu Nityananda Prabhu. This can come out. This possibility for the jiva, this prospect, come, spiritual prospect, comes before him, hmm? and it's being then all that you can be. You are a little unit of happiness, hmm? of sukhi, a little unit of happiness, <laughs> atomic particle, hmm? uh, and and why? There is swasukha. You have your own happiness hmm? because you are part and parcel of Krishna. An amsa, bibinamsa, this kind of amsa, a bibinamsa. From one perspective, you are the bibinamsa. Another perspective, you are the parashakti, hmm? not a parashakti, jiv shakti. Anyway, you, your bliss inherent in you—that's derived bliss, not independent bliss. Therefore, it doesn't have the capacity to rule over Maya. It can be overruled by Maya, and it certainly cannot overrule Bhagwan, hmm? overwhelm him. But that Swarup Shakti can. Hmm? So the ingress of that—that that is Bhakti—is constituted of that. Bhakti comes, descends to us. Hmm? But it's we are being all that we can be because we are the part and parcel of Him. If we look deep, deep within ourselves, we find, oh, I have a source. That source is full of anandam. Hmm? I so I look deep within myself. I find my source. Of course, I can't see that well, but with the help of bhakti, hmm? this is the light. This is the bhargo nebasya. She gives light on 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 the playful Bhagwan Sri Krishna. What is he all about? Why can we understand? Kunti Devi is saying, people think like this, they think like that, they think he came for this reason, that reason. Hmm? What is our good fortune? Coming in our Guru Parampara, we, hmm? we find that the light of Radha's perspective. Who is he? What is he? That is coming to, coming to bear. Hmm? We get that kind of vision. Hmm? So, Dharma samstapanartaya. He comes to establish 
Prem Dharma. Vishwana hmm? Chakravarti Thakur says, you gay, you gay. And it can mean, you gay, you gay. Once in a kalpa. Once in a kalpa. <laughs> once in a day of Brahma. This is Krishna comes once in a day of Brahma himself, Swayam Bhagavan. And in the Kali Yuga that follows that, that Dwarpa Yuga, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was coming. The afterthought. And it's a big one. <laughs> Eclipses the previous thought, practically. And further teaches by example, not just by precept, but by example, this Prem Bhakti, this Prem Dharma. Hmm? So this is the real reason for Krishna's coming. Some devotees, hmm, they have reached such a, such a point, they have to have his association. Krishna has to have their association. Hmm? He comes to destroy the, suffer, the suffering of their separation. And incidentally, some people have to get out of the way, hmm? some miscreants and so forth. Hmm? And he establishes the Prema Dharma. Hmm? He establishes a kind of dharma that really means something to him. Not vaidhi bhakti, that, that just some mechanical worship and doing it because it's the right thing to be done, because you should do it thinking about it, without thinking doing it. This is love, without thinking we do it. So this is the purpose of Krishna's descent to answer to those devotees, and we are the lucky then uh, recipients of the overflow of that, that such leela is manifest in the world, and it's so rich with love, loving mellows, trying to connect with those devotees, and then, then in the context of that, helping them, tasting his own leela in human society, facilitated as, as human society does, uh, that, that love is facilitated, and, and then the, the, the Rasalila and Krishna's again has to taste Radha's love, and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu makes his appearance. Hmm. This is the real then uh, establishment of Dharma in the world. This is why Krishna comes. Hmm. There may be many other ideas, many other religions have some idea about it, some conception of Bhagavatam. Are you following the line of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu? Kunti Devi is also helping us to go there. Grantara Srimad Bhagavatam. Hijai. Any question? Okay, we stop there. She see Gaur Nityananda ki jai, Gaur Bhakta Brinda ki jai, Gaur Premanandi Gaur.